The mission is simple, to help high achievers naturally eliminate emotional and physical obstacles so they can optimize their life for higher achievement. Welcome. You have just entered the Genesis Zone. Good day, good day, and welcome to the Genesis Zone Show. This is Dr. Brian Brown. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us today. Um, we're going to be talking about mindfulness and what that can do for you in the workplace. And I'm going to discuss seven simple ways you can how you can add mindfulness to your workday without totally disrupting your your whole schedule. Uh, recently, I was working with a high level business owner. And um, there were some basic things going on at home and at work that literally drove this person crazy. Now, it seemed to them that everyone was purposefully trying to push all of their proverbial pet peeve buttons, so to speak. And as a result, they felt taken advantage of. Now, we devoted a complete session, a one-hour session that day to doing some subconscious remodeling work uh, around the beliefs and the pet peeve buttons. Um, and, and this allowed them to hopefully, uh, that was my goal, to be more mindful about these situations without judging them, feeling angry, or feeling taken advantage of. Now, about a week after our session, I received a text message from uh, this, this business owner and it said this, quote, I think the stuff that you did last week is voodoo, quote unquote. They went on to explain that without a single request for change in other people's behavior at work and at home, um, the, 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 the pet peeves just disappeared. The behaviors disappeared and everything magically came to a stop. And they were blown away by that. Um, so being amazed, uh, they they thanked me for what I had done for them, to which I quickly reminded them that they were the ones that did the work. But they had the shift in energy that occurred in them, and I simply held space as a guide to help them on that journey. I also reminded them that it was their energetic shift that led to this effect in, in their environment with the people around them and gave them an example of, of that I often use with people. So the example I gave them was when you throw a rock into a pond, it has a ripple effect that sends out rippling waves of energy for great distances sometimes from the point of the impact of the rock on the water. And this is equivalent to their positive shift in energy that had that same ripple wave effect on their environment and the people within their environment um, to, to bring about the changes that they were seeing. And in other words, all of these pet peeve button pushing behaviors just stopped and they didn't even have to make a request of the person or people to stop these behaviors. Um, whereas I can't condense three years of additional training and subconscious remodeling into the confines of this show, I can share with you how to become more mindful in your day-to-day -day life. So what is this mindfulness stuff anyway? Well, it's a quick and easy way to promote mental well-being, reduce stress, and enhance overall productivity. Mindfulness is the practice of bringing one's attention to the present moment 
without judging the present moment or anything going on in the present moment. In short, it involves being fully aware of one's thoughts, emotions, and physical sensations within the body while accepting them without reacting or attaching meaning to them. And that's critical. And it does take, uh, I'll be honest with you, a level of maturity to be able to say, okay, I'm going to assess what's going on, how how I'm feeling emotionally, how I'm feeling physically, what thoughts are going through my head. And I'm just going to simply accept them, acknowledge them without reacting or attaching any kind of meaning to it. It may seem like it's impossible to some people, but it's really not. It's very easy to make that shift and literally just vocally say, I choose not to react or attach meaning to this. Now, when you're in this heightened state of awareness, it allows you to observe your experiences with more clarity and non-reactivity. You may not be able to directly change other people's reactions to what's going on in the work environment or in some cases in your home environment, but you can certainly change your energy around all of this. And as a result, has a trickle-down effect, a ripple effect on changing the energy in your environment and the people around you. If you don't believe me, look at a new mother who is extremely anxious. They've just given birth to a child. They're nervous about being a new mother, and the child senses that anxiety, and the child cries more than the child normally would have if the mother's anxiety were calm. We are nothing more than, well, I won't say nothing more, but we are born into this world as antenna for the the energy around us. And we respond to the energy around us. I've done pediatric psychiatry for years. And I tell parents at the very first visit, if we're not willing to work on this as a family unit, um, we're not going to get the help that we need for this child. Because the child is more or less a thermometer for what's going on in the environment. Well, to a, to a greater degree, as we age, we are even more thermometers for uh, the, the things that are going on in our environment. But we've taught ourselves not to stay in tune with that. I would also add that we're thermostats for our environment. And we can learn to control the energy and the temperature of what's going on around us simply by making internal shifts within us. Now, before we discuss the how-to, allow me to share some of the benefits of doing this on a regular basis in your work life and even in your personal life, if that applies. Integrating mindfulness practices uh, in, in your life offers a lot of benefits like reducing stress, improving focus and productivity, enhancing emotional intelligence, and promoting work-life balance. So let's go back up to the top, reducing stress. Mindfulness techniques, according to research, have been shown to have such such impact um, that by practicing mindfulness regularly, regularly, you can better manage the pressures of life and you can enhance, enhance your overall well-being. Uh, Number two, improving focus and productivity. Mindfulness cultivates a focused and present state of mind. When you are fully engaged in your work, 
in your home life, distractions are minimized and productivity is maximized. Now, research also shows that mindfulness also enhances cognitive abilities, memory, and creativity, leading to better problem solving and decision making. Um, Number three, enhancing emotional intelligence. Mindfulness increases increases self-awareness and emotional intelligence, allowing you to understand and regulate your emotions more effectively. And this promotes healthier communication, healthier conflict resolution, and better teamwork within the workplace and within the home. And lastly, number four, promoting work-life balance. Mindfulness helps you create healthy boundaries in your life between you and work, between you and your personal life, uh, between you and your surrounding world. And it simply allows for a better work-life balance. By being fully present in the moment, you can reduce work-related stress during your personal time and fully engage with your family, friends, hobbies, and even self-care activities. Now, here's where everyone tries to make this more difficult than it needs to be. So I'm going to share with you seven simple ways you can practice mindfulness throughout your day as stuff arises. Uh, Mindful breathing, number one. Pay attention to your breath uh, or paying attention to your breath is one of the simplest and most accessible ways to practice mindfulness. It's easy. I personally prefer to close my eyes. So close your eyes. Take a few moments to focus on your breath, noticing the sensations of the air entering and leaving through your your nasal passages, through your throat, how your lungs expand, how your chest feels as as that expands, how your abdomen expands. Hopefully you're doing some abdominal breathing. That's a more healthy type of breathing. And you can do this for a few minutes, several times a day or incorporate it into your daily routine, such as before starting work or during breaks. Truth be known, it's a great thing to do when you're in the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, you take a bathroom break, do some focused breathing. It's great exercise. Number two, body scan. A body scan involves systematically directing your attention to different parts of your body, starting at the top of your head and moving down to your toes. That's that's what a lot of people recommend is going from head to toe all the way down. I prefer to come from foundation level up. So I start at my feet and I work my way up. A lot of experts will say start at your head, work your way down. But if we look at the way energy from a traditional Chinese medicine, from an Ayurvedic medicine standpoint, energy flows from the ground up and then in a wave back down. So if we start foundationally at at our feet and start start scanning, as you focus on each area, notice any sensations, tension, or areas of relaxation. This practice helps develop body awareness and promotes a sense of relaxation and grounding. I will add that when you're scanning your areas, let's say you're at your feet and they're fine. There's nothing there. There's no sensations there. You go to your ankles. Mm, My right ankle hurts a little bit. I want you to focus on relaxing the muscles around that ankle. If if you move up to your, your glutes, your lower back, and you notice there's tension there, focus on an inhale and an exhale. And as you exhale, relax those muscles 
and your lower back and your glutes. If you're having a hard time with that, you may need to do a little bit of extra stretching or something like that, but that can also be part of this body scan. Don't make it difficult. Make it really, really easy. Come, continue coming up your body. Assess how your abdomen feels, how your stomach muscles feel. Are you abdominal breathing or are you chest breathing? Is your abdomen or chest not moving at all when you breathe? Those are things that are important to pay attention to because you should expand your chest and you should expand your abdomen when you're breathing. Number three, mindful eating. This is a huge one because 99.9% of people today tend to be mindless eaters, okay? Uh, they sit in front of a, 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 a show that they're watching on their phone or on their TV. They're returning emails. They're doing texts or Whatever they're doing, they're not focusing on the food that's in front of them. So instead of rushing through your meal, uh, having some piece of technology in front of you, uh, practice mindful eating by paying close attention to the sensory experience of eating. You know, notice the colors of the food. Notice the smells uh, that the food is, is generating. Notice the flavors as you taste them. One of the things I love to do is um, I just I just sit and I look at the plate of food first and then I lean over and I smell it. I want to smell the individual components and then I literally taste each little piece individually. So let's say you've got a spinach stuffed chicken or something like that. Um, I will taste the the spinach and the, and the stuffing within that chicken breast before I take a bite of the whole thing. Then I'll taste the chicken individually. Then I'll taste individual components of the salad. If I have a salad, like I'll taste some carrots, some radish, some tomato separately. And then I'll dive in and, and blend it and, and taste it all together. But notice the textures of the food as well when you're doing this. Chew slowly and savor each bite. Engaging all of your senses in this way helps bring your attention to the present moment and promotes a healthier relationship with food. And yes, even though you're only doing this several times a day, hopefully you're doing it several times a day, um, it's still a practice that has a ripple effect into your day because it's making you, it's, it's bringing you into a more aware state in the present moment. Number four, mindful walking. Take a break from your desk and go for a mindful walk. Pay attention to the sensations in your feet, uh, the sensations in your legs and your calves and your shins. Uh, as your feet strike the ground, pay attention to how that feels, the movement of your body, how that feels, the sights and sounds around you as you're walking. Um, engage your senses fully in the experience of walking, allowing your mind to let go of distractions and come into the present moment. Um, I'm very mindful when I'm in the gym. I do not keep any type of a media device with me when I'm in the gym. I think it's the worst thing that you can do. And I will tell you when I'm in the gym, at least 60 to 70% of people while they're exercising are on their phone, texting, scrolling through social media. They're not paying attention to their body. And I will tell you just from experience of years of exercising and, and working out in the gym, when you are mindful, when you're doing something as simple as walking, or you're mindful when you're doing something a little bit more complex, like lifting weights, doing yoga, those types of things, don't, 
those who aren't on media devices, they do much better. They get better results. These things, believe it or not, these 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 social media uh, pocket tools that we have uh, called cell phones, uh, smartphones, they literally raise your cortisol. And we know that from research. So stop raising your cortisol. Get those out of your hand and pay attention to what your body is doing when you're moving. Number five, guided meditation. Guided meditations are simple, simply audio recordings or apps. There's plenty of apps out there that provide instructions and prompts for mindfulness practices. I've, I've subscribed through the years to plenty of those apps, and they have mindfulness uh, exercises that you can do, guided meditations that you can do that are as short as two minutes in length. I mean, that's quick and you can easily do those. Pop your earbuds in and just close your eyes and walk through those exercises. These can be especially helpful for beginners or individuals who prefer a little bit of guidance. You can find a variety of guided meditations online uh, and or, or through different mindfulness apps. So just dig in and, and roll up your sleeves and do that. Number six, mindfulness journey, J- journaling. Uh, set aside some time each day to engage in mindful journey, journal, journaling, uh, write down your thoughts, your emotions, your observations without judgment or attachment. Um, I do a specific type of deep tissue medical massage uh, every couple of weeks. And uh, that experience, because it releases trapped emotion in the body, um, is very, very, very experiential for me. And I frequently journal about those experiences, about what came up in my thoughts as that massage was occurring and what I felt like was released during that time. So write down your thoughts, emotions, your observations uh, around uh, your day-to-day comings and goings. This practice allows you to become more aware of your inner experiences and gain insight into your thoughts and feelings. And number seven, uh, do a mindful pause. Throughout the day, take intentional, mindful pauses. Pause for a few moments to check in with yourself, observe your thoughts and emotions, and recenter your attention. Um, A good key indicator that it's time to take a mindful pause is if you notice when you're working at your desk, your shoulders are up around your ears, and you've got all this tension in your shoulder and neck, your traps, your rhomboids, you know, in in your back muscles, and you just notice there's a lot of tension, it is time to take a mindful pause. And you can, at 30, 45, 60 seconds, that's it. Close your eyes, pull in, assess what's going on, reposition your body, take a few deep breaths, and that is a mindful pause. These pauses can help you regain focus, reduce stress, and bring mindfulness into your daily activities on a quick and easy basis. Remember that mindfulness is a skill that requires regular practice and patience. Uh, Start with small steps and gradually integrate mindfulness into your daily routine. Experiment with different techniques to find what resonates best with you. Over time, you'll develop a greater sense of the present moment awareness and experience the benefits of mindfulness in your life and at work. And remember, As I've said many times and backed up with research studies on this show, mindfulness literally reprograms your DNA positively to work for you and not against you. So it is literally epigenetic modification of your genes to help you 
be more healthy, help you even possibly live longer. We don't have those studies that show that it makes you live longer, but we do know if we decrease inflammation, our chances of having illness and disease go down significantly. That's all I've got for today. Uh, If you could do me a big favor, uh, please like this episode and share it with someone that you think could benefit from this. Um, most informed, most trusted, and most grateful that you spent this time with us today. Uh, this is Dr. Brian Brown signing off.